0: Welcome back to the Gospel Sports Truths Podcast. I'm your Jose, along with my guys, Young Vander and King Ron, bringing you the truth unapologetically as we see it. We have a highly entertaining show for you this week. Got a few things that's going to make you say, hmm, a little bit of news and notes. Uh, your Super Wildcard Weekend review, divisional round projections. We're also going to go over the rookies of the year and how that's going to affect dynasty and fantasy going forward. So make sure that you are following us on YouTube at The Gospel STP. And I uh, will also be on all major podcasting platforms. If you need to get us any information, uh, the email is the same as the YouTube address, TheGospelSTP at gmail.com. We're going to go ahead and hop right into it. So some things that are going on over the past week, that just kind of head scratches, kind of make you say, hmm, a little bit. Now, this was one for me. Jim Harbaugh is trying to have a clause in his next contract, no matter where he goes, that indicates that he gets immunity from any future NCAA probes. First thought that came to mind you've already been punished for the, ston- the uh, sign stealing. So what exactly have you done on top of that this year that you know, they're going to find out eventually that you're trying to get protection from. I-, I made a joke last week and said they had one of the best soon to be vacated seasons um, in recent history. Yeah. Not so much of a joke at this point. Cause if you are asking for immunity, that means, you know, if somebody's buried and when they get, uh, Dug up, you don't want to have no hands on it. So um, y'all help me figure out am I making this a stretch or if somebody asked for immunity, does that kind of mean that they've committed some sort of a crime? I'm 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 confused on exactly what's going on in this particular situation. Vanda, what you got on that, man? Um, I
1: thought the investigation was over. You know what I'm saying? That's just it.
0: It's from future investigations. He's already been punished for the science stealing. So well, if there was nothing else to be investigated and nothing else to be found out, why would
1: you need immunity? But that's only if he stays with Michigan, correct?
0: I, I, I'm i not sure because I know that Roger Goodell was saying that he wouldn't harbor anyone that moved from the college ranks over to the NFL. And if there were any type of punishments or anything like that that would have been handed down, he wouldn't kind of use the NFL as a safe haven for that. But the sign still, he's already been given his punishment for it. So, if there wasn't something else to come, it shouldn't even be a talking point. Like, why do you need this in your contract?
1: I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. I always thought it was, when I heard that, I thought it was more geared towards the university. Like, um, if he does leave, he didn't want to leave them in a bad spot, um, you know, like future, you know, uh, restrictions or loss of scholarship. Oh, no,
0: no, no. It's not the university, it's just him. He ain't saying that if I leave or if I stayed at the, School won't be penalized. He said, I personally would not be held responsible for anything that y'all find out going forward. That's what he wants in his contract. So he didn't think about the school at all.
1: Hey, man, smart. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what is I mean, why not? You know what I'm saying? Um, Because right now he's in the driver's seat. You got the university, him a boatload of money. Then you got some NFL needy teams that's going to become calling and have been calling, so um, this is what you do. I mean, you throw, just throw everything in there just in case something does pop. You know, It's going to be your benefit. So I don't think it's nothing like they're really going to find because a lot more really can you find. I mean, the thing that, uh, he, did, the thing that he did. I wouldn't do, be asking for immunity if I
0: ain't committed no crimes. That's all yeah. I know. I mean, I mean, I'm that going he, straight to the judge and saying I'm immune from anything that you find, but I know I ain't done nothing.
1: Yeah, don't like, matter. I don't know. I may do something later. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's good No, 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 no. It's not that, though. It's not if I do something later. It's if you find out anything that has been done to this point, you can't hold it against me. You All can't right. ask for immunity from any future cheating or any future crime. It, that, that ain't how that go, which just tells me that you did something else and you expect for them to figure it out or find it out at some point. And you don't want them to be able to touch your money if you do choose to stay. That's how I took. Did you take it differently,
2: Ron? Mm-hmm. I kinda looked at it both ways. I know you looking at it that way because you got some resentment because you're a buckeye. Mm-hmm. And you know oh, you hate, come uh, on, man. And you know you that hate Carvalho. <laughs> uh, so I I like I, I don't I don't think it's far-fetched that you look at it that way, but how I looked at it too is like um because I also read something like so, like, say for example, this I read that um the coach from I want to say from like Oregon or somebody, he has a clause in his contract that. You know, every year my coordinators get a raise because in the past he's uh, lost coordinators to certain jobs like uh, they leave because they get a better, uh, not even a head coaching job. They leave to get other coordinating jobs because they pay better or they get them more incentive to stay. So I think a lot of times, you know, I got suspended. I felt how this I know how this felt. I don't like it. Uh, especially if you know if you feel like he wasn't 100% culpable in it or whatever. He may be also just covering and say, hey, man, I ain't like the way this feel last time, so I don't want it to happen again. Like, uh, I feel you on that, but the only issue with it is not he didn't ask for protection from
0: future issues mm. So, or, or you would be 100% spot on. He's saying that if y'all find out anything that happened this year, you can't take my money or fire me from it if I choose to stay. Not if I mess up next year that you can't take my money from me. So he's literally saying, you about to find something out other than the sign that I've been punished for already. And when I mean, you do, don't touch my money and you can't fire me. That, I mean, that's how being, I'm
1: taking it. Being that we live in an era where, I mean, Bill Cosby, P. Diddy, that's all these people. People come back from years before with old information affecting you now. So,
0: But you still did it. That's my point. Matter.
1: Don't matter. If you can't, you I can't don't
0: matter,
1: I shouldn't be penalized for something I did in the 70s or the 80s or the 90s. It depends on the statute of limitations. That's not but up that's, to you. But that's the thing though. That but that's still admitting that you did it, is my point. Don't don't matter. Right. Don't matter. We all, don't matter. we all did things a long time ago. We don't want to come back to bite us now. It ain't a
0: long time ago. It ain't even been too much yet. It ain't no but long time ago. But we
1: don't, but we don't know what he's talking about. You only assume it's it.
0: No, you right, it
1: something that's recent. It could be some. Oh, it could, right. be something, it could be something from the Stanford days. You never know. if He, uh, he could have been. He you oh, hold on, hold You're on. Reaching. oh no, no, I'm not reaching because he could have been stealing signs back then. Just don't know. But but he's already been punished for sign
0: stealing. That's what I'm oh, saying it would have no. to because you can't get punished twice for the same thing. So, so it would I, have to be
1: something else. He could be sleeping. So he's with saying AD. that he did something else. He could have been. It could be sleeping with Ad's wife. <laughs> Anyway, well, you know what I'm saying? Okay, just never okay. know. You think okay. thinking more of oh, he doing something like it could be you never know what it is. I mean I think it's smart on his behalf, to be honest with you. Yeah, for no, sure. All I'm saying is
0: it's something. I don't know what it is, but I wouldn't that wouldn't be my first thought. That would be my first mind if I've done nothing. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, yeah I feel it. Like
0: that, that's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I
2: you know think. Know smart, but though,
0: I, I just found out I just found that to be one of those things that kind of make you say, hmm, you know, that yeah. you know. Hmm. And, and there may be a little bit of salt in the game. I am a Buckeye, but, you know, oh, <laughs> say you want immunity. I mean, geez, <laughs> like you, of, you did something <laughs> if you want immunity. Like what 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 person that's never committed a crime just goes to a judge and say, well, I haven't done anything, but I want immunity for everything that I did. Like what? That don't even go together. I,
1: it
2: but, goes for me. Cover all the bases. Yeah, cover everything. Dot all yeah. eyes out, cross out T. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, I mean, I I, I, I guess I mean th- th- there's there's gonna be some out there that I hear where I'm coming from, and then some that kind of you know let sleeping dogs lie. But yeah, all the that ones that scream, did something." All the ones living in Ohio, uh, you coming from? No, no. If you want immunity, you did something. That that yeah, that that don't. Last three years, that, that, that dog don't hunt. The last three but years. I, been- yeah, well, that, that that could be the case. Now, I am, I am, I am willing to uh, agree to that particular um, perspective of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got per reports, Bill Belichick is looking for a project. Um, so it's kind of sounding a little bit more like Atlanta may be um, in the cards. But uh, John uh, Jim Harbaugh also interviewed with Atlanta. Um, he interviewed with the Chargers. Um, We were speculating that those might be a couple, well, that the Chargers at least may be a team that he interviews with, but it's official now that he's done that. Um, Does it surprise you at all that Bill Belichick is looking for a project? And is he just kind of saying that so he doesn't have to address the elephant in the room that Atlanta would be in a very much winnable division that he doesn't really have to do a whole lot to become the most winningest coach in NFL history in the next two years, um, we would think just based upon the discipline that he can install with the talent that they already have, that he would be a net positive for the team. And they won nine games this year. He only got to win 15 games to get to, you know, the destination that he's trying to get to. Um, but did that surprise you at all that he said he wanted a project versus, you know, a team that just kind of needed the icing on the cake and not the baker cake? How would
2: you feel about that, Ron? I think pretty much uh, he's still like when you have that caliber, you still want to be respected as that caliber. And I think with a lot of the, Hey, you know, Brady was the driving force behind that. You know, he went to go win a ring. Now you kind of fell off. So he'd be like, Hey man, let's, I want to show you like, uh, I can take this team and do good with it. So, so I put some respect on my name type thing is what I got from. It. Um, cause I don't think that's the ideal spot for him. I don't see him in it. i well, according to who they get around, I don't. I don't see him in Atlanta because I don't think Atlanta and Bill Belichick just don't even fit to me. You know, like uh, it don't even fit to me. It don't you know? sound right. <laughs> yeah. So I think. I catch up on ice that,
0: cream. Like it just don't. It don't. Yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's what I think. That's more of that. Like, hey man, y'all got to y'all gonna. I'm gonna show y'all that y'all gonna put some respect on me. Like, don't give me the cupboard all the way bare, but give me some pieces to work with and let me mold it, and then we'll see what's up.
1: Did you get the same
0: feeling from that, Vander?
2: No, I agree totally. Um, culturally,
1: we don't want to see Bill Belichick in Atlanta. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That discipline he comes with. You think you're gonna have players in Atlanta going by that Patriot way? Absolutely not. Um, that's not gonna work. But um, I definitely feel the same way. I think that their owner is just big fish hunting right now, big game hunting. Um, he just had an interview supposedly with Harbaugh. So at this point, I yeah. think I want to make a splash. When it comes to the next coach, because I think he's fed up with what has been going on down in Atlanta. So the next coach, he's probably going the next, I'm pretty sure we'll see the next day so the next interview gonna be uh Vrabel. Um I was thinking that um I, not Vrabel, but um what's what's my coach from Tennessee? Yeah, that's Vrabel. Vrabel, right. And
0: so, I was, I was thinking that um Antonio Pierce might want to go ahead and get that interview knocked out too, just in case the Raiders do decide to go their own way. Um, I could see him being a good fit down in Atlanta as well. Uh, another thing Atlanta was looking at doing is um, they're looking at trading a, one of their picks out of this year's draft. Well, I'm going to say they're looking at It's speculated right now that they may be looking at um, giving up a pick for Justin Fields coming from Chicago. Um, we saw some news out there saying that uh, Caleb Williams was indicating that he would be willing to go to Chicago if Chicago was to pick him, um, which is kind of different than, you know, I I don't know if he said it or it was said by his camp or whatever um, on last week, basically saying that he wanted assurances that Chicago wasn't going to pick. But I guess he's kind of changing his tune a little bit with some of the vitriol that came from that statement that was put out there. But um, if they can get away with getting Justin Fields for that second or third pick, and then, men, then uh, you know, maybe being able to get an offensive lineman or something like that uh, with that first-round pick in Atlanta, I think that would definitely help whoever ends up coming in. What you got on that, Ben?
1: No, I mean, that's pretty much been the play the whole time, right? Everybody was saying, hey, Atlanta, trade your pick, go get fields, and then go from there. So um, I'm not surprised by that. Um, I'm kind of surprised by the whole uh, Caleb Williams camp. If this is true, someone coming out saying, if it's this, true, right? Um, because it seemed like a week or so ago, it was he didn't want to go to Chicago, so now he will go to Chicago. So let's see what the real deal is, as far as that goes. But uh, of course, going to Atlanta for that for a pick was always the play, at least for me. If I'm a GM, that's probably going to be the play for me. So I'm I wouldn't
0: re- mind him coming to the Patriots either, to be honest with you, if it's going to cost us only a second or a third. In, nah. in comparison to a Mac Jones or a Bailey Zappi, I mean, I w- I would love to have that sort of a setup there. Um, especially with some going, of the, of the other changes that we're than, looking
1: at making. I think Phil's gonna cost more than a second or third. I think so. You think it'll cost more? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because Atlanta's first
0: round pick is pick eight. You you think they'll give up pick eight for Fields?
1: Yeah. Okay. Because think about it: if Fields was in this draft, where would he go? Well, what quarterback is true? would he be? Is it worth the eighth uh, eighth
0: to eighth pick? He'd probably be, in my humble opinion, uh, out of this year's batch, he'd probably be the third quarterback off the board. Which is Bob. Board. Board.
1: Which would be probably pick eight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah,
0: that, that makes sense. That makes I mean, sense. You got
1: Caleb, you got May, and then it'd be him.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, on my board, it would be Caleb Daniels and then him and May after him. I don't I don't trust me but that's a different story for a different day I don't even know if Dane uh, would
1: be a better prospect than fields coming up
0: i I think I think they're one a one B. I, I think they're the same guy honestly um so I mean th- their, their skill set is very similar I'll say that um Daniels
2: from lSU um, you on the same page Ron or you see it differently different well it sounds like it's um like say for example if Atlanta said at eight, if Jaden Daniels there or one of them guys, Michael Penix, anybody that's pretty much like in the same mold of Justin Fields. I don't make the deal with that just for the simple fact that after this year, you going not if, if Justin fields go there to perform, you're going to have to pay him because he's like his third year now. So his contract coming up. So if your goal is to draft one of those type quarterbacks, just try to drag and if and if you don't have them too far from each other, just draft him, draft him, because now you got this guy on a rookie deal for three or four years versus two if Fields go there and really tear it up. Now you, you gotta pay him. So now that uh hinders the building the rest of the team. Uh that's if you have like those Daniels and Fields, like close, like you think you don't think there's no different too much of a difference between the two. But if you think it's just like, you no, know, this is our guy who can run the franchise for a while um i purpose i honestly think that that also uh impacts your head your head coaching job too because if you don't yeah. get like uh like barry like you mentioned uh greg roman like if you don't get him as your oc now if you say if you get Vrabel, a defensive guy but then get greg roman as your oc like i'm cool with that but say if you don't get like greg roman and nobody like that nobody offensive minded which i think that can help fix the quarterback i think you don't go in that direction. Um, either make Greg Roman I don't know if you want to trust him as a head coach or one of these offensive guys that can be be a head coach but like a Belichick or somebody like that if they come in I think you need to hire somebody like that as your OC but uh just to just back to the point like it it does fit fit to a glove but if you have Daniels or Penix any of those guys close in fields if you think their talent is the same I just go with the younger guy because you get a cheaper contract for three or four years.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. I got two quarterbacks. I mean, I got two other coaches I want to talk about right quick. I'm going to start out with a coach that's going to affect your squad, Ron. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel like, and this isn't a head coach thing today, but I kind of feel like if y'all can convince Mike Vabral to come in as your DC and be the coach and wait for... Andy Reid's exit, whenever that may be, um, I don't think Andy Reid's, I don't I don't see him in the same vein as a Pete Carroll or a Bill Belichick where he just want to do this for life. Uh, I, I can see him maybe doing this for another maybe three years, give or take, that'll put him at 65, if I'm not mistaken, or somewhere in that area, somewhere in that vein. Mm-hmm. And already having the other guy in the building and that guy knowing who the guy is going to be at quarterback, And knowing that that's a battle that he won't have to fight and being able to build up his defense over the next two or three years so that he, knows know, he ain't got to worry about the offense, but that will put him in a space to where he can coach for as long as he wants to and be in a space where he knows for as long as he's wanting to coach, he's going to have a man at the helm. That's going to be able to get him where he want to go. So how do you feel about that type of a, um, Secession plan kind of being put in place if that makes sense with Vabro being your uh, DC and kind of laying in wait for when Andy Reid does decide to go ahead and take whatever next step he's going to take. I, I hate
2: it. I must hate it. A thousand percent. <laughs> it don't make um, sense. Because, How um, not? Because like, we've won two Super Bowls. Of course, we like Andy Reid there, right? Okay. But we brought Steve Spagnola in to change like, the defense. So his okay. first year there, he took the defense from almost last. Of course, some players changed from, like, almost last because that 2019 team to where the Patriots beat us in the AFC Championship, we couldn't stop a nosebleed. The very next year, he took those same players and they went from 29th, 28th or something like that to, like, 17, 16th. And then, like, the next year, even though it was better and the defense progressively got better, and this year he got them rolling. like So okay. unless he get a – now, if he get poached – and, and and somebody takes him as a head coach, which I, I haven't been hearing. Okay, then I no, mean, I haven't like,
0: heard any speculation with that yet.
2: Yeah, so I, I I love Spags. Let's keep him. And then Spags also has a history of big games because you know, not to put salt on the wound, but he it's the same coordinator that slowed the Patriots down two times. The two things that he got, he was a defensive coordinator in the Patriots, so he can coach big games, which I like. So and uh, if Andy Reid decides to wake up one day and just leave. I'm going to just trust that we can find somebody because we have a generational talent quarter, uh, quarterback. So it it ain't just as much as I, I kind of look at it like this, like Phil Jackson is a great coach, but when you have the luxury of coaching Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen and and Kobe Bryant and what's his name, it's just, you don't have to do everything as much as if you didn't have those players. So that's how I kind of look at it like that.
0: All right, Barry. Now this one for you, Mike McCarthy is staying in Dallas. Just saw the news come across the wire a little bit ago. How do you feel about this? Are you indifferent about it? Do you think it would be just as good or bad with the current coaches that are available? Do you kind of see where um where um the owner was coming from? Jerry Jones is coming from? Like like for me, I feel like he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. You you say you want to take it to the next level. But yet you want to keep a guy there that can't get you to that level. And look, I, the more I see Jerry Jones, I mean the buddy 82 years old, and he the man don't look well. He looked like the cowboys about to take him on up out of here. Like, like, like seriously. <laughs> like so, so, do you think that this was a good move, or is this the move that Jerry made so he can still be in charge, which is also a piece of what's keeping them back? Uh,
1: I guess two things could be true here, but uh, I mean. McCarthy isn't the reason why y'all lost this game. I mean, I know that people want to, you know, pounce on them and say, you know, but their offense is pretty good this year with him calling the plays. Uh, and, I, I, I'll i I'll, I'll play devil's advocate, but I'll let you finish. I mean, Dan. Co- I mean, their defense is trash. I mean, they, they didn't play well against the Packers, right? Uh, Dan well, Quinn. I, mean, I think it's, it's hard to stop
0: the run when your GM slash owner didn't get you any linebackers at all. Like they don't have a
1: starting linebacker. Right, but I mean... Just saying. That's the way the game goes, right? You pay... No, it doesn't. Most GMs would have got you a linebacker. No, but I mean, when you have one thing, there's going to be something missing. There's not really a full complement of a team that got everything at every level. There's very few and far in between. I mean, they they bought in Gilmore. Right. Right. They spent money in in the secondary. Um, They bought in... uh, Who else they bought in? Some defensive linemen, they drafted defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, just can't get it all, you know what I'm saying? But no,
0: what I'm saying is the only middle linebacker they had on the roster was uh, uh, Vanderish, and he got hurt in like week four, and you yeah, didn't what, replace him at all.
1: Middle, well, what middle linebacker is going to bring in
0: that anybody, a, a warm body off the street? If you need name?
1: somebody on the depth chart. Give me a name, I, they, they I don't know who's it. available. They
0: tried I mean, to get
2: I, Shaq Leonard, but missed out on that one. He and that would have been a whiff. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't do anything. Yeah, you're right. The, he he's a Shaq body. Hit.
0: I mean, that, that's better than what you got. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, yeah. when, when you know Vanderesh gets hurt every year and you have nobody behind him, that's on the GM.
1: Nah, that wouldn't have been nothing. You see what he did. Shaq Leonard has been nothing since his name was Darius Leonard. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Dan Quinn went to this game playing man-to-man all year long, and then now he want to run zone. And that's why he got these regular-degular wide receivers torching him up. You know what I'm saying? It just is a bad defensive scheme. Um, They really seen the loss of Trayvon Diggs. he really showed. Like this Yeah. Is loss, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, they had that other shutdown corner on the other side of the field. So uh, I'm okay with McCarthy come back being the coach. I mean, I know a lot of people now, want to blame the, him. Um, Devil's advocate that I was going to say as far as
0: blaming him is the fact that you can tell the other team knew exactly what they were about. He didn't change anything from the regular season to the postseason. So the other coach knew exactly what to tell his team to look for. And, I mean, it looked like the cornerbacks was running the routes for the wide receivers. They knew exactly what was coming. And it showed because they couldn't get anything started. I mean, there's a difference between the regular season In the playoffs, and we've seen this every year in the playoffs from McCarthy, where he changes nothing. They know exactly what's coming, and it's they they look like you know a deer in headlights when when it comes to playoff time.
1: My thing is, I just I I don't know. Jerry Jones has tried everything. You bring in the big name; they brought in Bill Parcells. What would he do? You bring in the college guy, Barry Switzer. He got a win and. He got a Super Bowl because that's pretty much Jimmy's team. And then what happened after that? And then you bring in another guy that you feel like who was legacy, that um, a guy you kind of can't control, like a Garrett, and what that do? It's mm-hmm. like he didn't try it all already. It's just it's just not there. You know what well, I'm saying? You know the
0: one thing that he hasn't tried though, getting the actual GM and let them take care of the team, that's versus awesome. just getting a puppet that you can actually just to put a, him. It was out there that Bill Belichick may have been a candidate, but that would have never worked because Bill going to do his thing the way he going to do his thing. Jerry Juice, liked to, Jerry Juice, Lord have mercy. Jerry Jones liked to be in the Kool-Aid too much. He want to stir it. He want to pick the amount of sugar. He want to pick the flavor. Like it, He do too much. Like, like but, but At some point late, in time, you
1: got to sit down. In defense to Jerry, as of late, they haven't really been making bad decisions as far as GM moves. The matching makes them pretty – the draft been pretty decent. They got Parsons. You know what I'm saying? They got some decent The bad players. decisions has been the coaches that he's been getting because he just keep hiring puppets. Yeah.
0: Mike That's McCarthy true. is a puppet. He not going to speak. Him. Garrett is a puppet. You didn't have a decade of puppets just so you can do your thing. That's I all feel, I'm saying.
1: But at the same time, he didn't throw the pick 6.
0: Yeah, but he picked man, like a this. coach that don't change the plays in the playoffs so that way you kn- – so the other team know exactly what's co- – Zaire Alexander was running the dang on plays for the wide receivers. It, it was comical.
1: Hey, this is an all-pro cornerback we're talking about. It is, but he didn't do that against other teams. They it's literally sh- knew what was coming. Like it is Zaire. Was- Zaire, Zaire, man. Hey, Alexander, he going to do what he do. He been doing that. This ain't nothing, new.
0: He didn't do that in no other game this year. Not like, nah,
1: not like that. No, he been not like that, bro. He been banged up most of the year. But Zaire is known for doing this. Like he's a lockdown corner. He's one of the better corners in the league when healthy. Locked down, yes, but not running the
0: receivers' route for him. He he already he already where the receiver gonna be before it the wasn't, ball even thrown.
1: It wasn't a good he knew throw exactly before. what was coming. It wasn't a good those throw. little
0: screens that they do all the time. You had the, the linebackers in the backfield already. I mean, they, they knew what was coming. It was obvious. They knew what was coming.
1: Hey, look, when it comes to football, I can tell you exactly what play I'm going to run. It's your job to stop it. So it don't matter what yeah. you're about to do. It. You still got to stop it. I agree with that. But it's a lot oh.
0: easier to stop when I know what's coming, too. So, I mean, two things can be true, like you like to say. You're saying. <laughs> we'll get into a little bit more basketball stuff um, as the season progresses and, uh, NFL kind of fades out and NBA comes to the full forefront but one big thing that happened today the uh, Raptors and Pacers made a trade and Pascal Siakam is now a Pacer and they didn't really have to give up a whole lot to get them so the Pacers may be in place now to be one of the teams that'll be um, making some noise in the postseason in the East. Um, did y'all did y'all see this uh, trade that went down today? In, in the notes, it was saying that they're trying to put it together, but before we had time to record, it had already gone through. So, um, they yeah, he a, is now they a basement.
1: They, they gave uh, three they gave picks. a
0: brown. Three, yeah, they get. I, I mean, as far as players are concerned, they gave a three first round picks. Well, yeah, I mean, future that that'll you know that'll be what it is, but you know. Player wise, they gave up Brown and they gave up. Uh, one second here.
1: No, they gave up Noro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. But I mean, I mean, three first round picks is still a, a pretty good haul for uh, <laughs> Toronto. I mean, I like the move for Indiana due to it's Indiana. Like, this is a hard place for you to get guys to come in if they're not drafted, that's- if they're not traded there, then they don't go there. So free agency wise, yep. it's hard to get guys that come there. So, um, I like the move for them for me, for them to be able to bring in an all star caliber player uh, to go with Halliburton. So I do like the move for them.
2: I, I like. I, I mean, if you playing on, um, I got see, I'm like a tier two guy. Um, so they got they got Miles Turner, uh, who I think is like another tier two high in tier three guy, I guess. Um so I think it it helps more if you if you like if you can attract somebody else there, like another, like maybe like another one there because of, even with the trade like like I got them like they're currently six in the east now. Mm-hmm. Like uh with Siakam. If they the Miami Heat is ahead of them. I still like the Heat just because of what the Heat do. They find a way right. every year. So until they we they don't do that, I'm gonna go with them. Um a healthy Cleveland team, I still like them over Indiana. Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston, of course, that's nothing to be said. And, and New York is right behind them. I still like the Knicks better than them with the Siakam thing. So I think if I think it's a building block if you can expand on it. If you can't get nobody else to come there, they gave up draft capital for no reason. Because you with the squad they currently have with that, I don't see them beating any of those teams. So right, it right does now, they're,
0: uh, five, they're starting five. Mm-hmm. Therese Halliburton, Buddy Hill, Benedict, Um, I messed this up, Matherin, uh, Pascal Siakam, and Miles Turner. That, that's their starting five right now.
2: I think they need one more piece, one more good piece, and I'm trying to figure out somebody out there who could can push them over there. But even with that starting five, unless they you get know something
0: what? else. Um, they could possibly enter into some negotiations with the Warriors, depending on what happens in these next few weeks, because the Warriors may end up being in a spot where they're trying to move on from a couple people, um, based on where they may feel like they aren't going to get this year. Um, the scuttlebutt out there right now is that the Warriors are going to be, um, heavily participating, um, towards the trade deadline. So maybe, maybe there's another player or two there that they can, um, you know, get in the fold, but we'll kind of deep dive into basketball as the season goes along. Um, Let's get into this weekend review. So we had Kansas City Chiefs put up 26 points against the Miami Dolphins, who only put up seven. Green Bay Packers put up 48 points against the Dallas Cowboys, who ended up scoring 32. But that score was not really indicative of how that game actually went. Honestly, um, a lot of those were garbage time points. Detroit put up 24 points against the Los Angeles Rams, who put up 23. That was the best matchup of the weekend for my money. Our Buffalo 31, Pittsburgh 17, Tampa Bay Bucks 32, the Eagles nine. In your humble opinions, what was the most disappointing team um, of the weekend? It
2: gotta be the Cowboys. To me, it had it gotta be the Packers, Cowboys. Um, to me, it has to because it, you're the number two seed you uh, uh, got the home playoff game, or you playing the seventh seed, and, and if they had just lost by a field goal or something, it still would have been disappointing. But like you said, when the game was like, without the garbage, t- garbage time touchdown, at one point, it was 40, 48 to 16. So I'm like, you actually had, like the only, with the Eagles struggling, I said, well, okay, the only team that can get in the 49ers way, if maybe if you catch Dak on one of them days, the Cowboys pressure the quarterback, like, It was inevitable that these two would be in the NFC Championship. And for you to get blown out like that, that's super the most disappointing uh, uh, game to me, by team by far, this weekend.
1: You feel the same way, Vandy? It wasn't disappointing to me. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, anytime the Cowboys lose, man, it's a good day in South Carolina. (laughs) uh, Nah, I wasn't uh, disappointed at all but i mean it was probably uh the one game that you definitely didn't see coming um this seemed like the easiest road to get to the NFC championship for the cowboys this past year and to fall to a team like green bay and no disrespect to green bay uh but i'm pretty sure they was heavily uh you know being the underdog going into this game so
0: yeah absolutely I got I to gotta, I gotta, be honest with y'all. I didn't look at Dallas as being the biggest disappointment only because Dallas did what they do in the playoffs. I fully expected for them to have a meltdown in the playoffs. If I'm being honest, I didn't think it would come until next week. Right. But they didn't disappoint me. They surprised me just a little bit that they didn't make it past the first round. But it wasn't a disappointment at all. I felt like it was inevitable. Right. Philly disappointed me. And let me tell you why. It's a little bit of, I won't say sour grapes, but I'm going to make a public confession, if you are not even necessarily a confession, but a public apology. Because Baker Mayfield is playing good ball. And I've been one of the biggest Baker haters for since Cleveland. Like I, I But I have to say, Baker's been playing good ball. And for you to go out there and beat Philly 32 to not, like, Granted, Philly hasn't been playing the best ball to wrap up the end of the season, but this is the same team. Well, not the exact same team, but this is the same franchise that went to the, the Super Bowl just last year. They still have their quarterback. They still have their same coach. They still have a lot of young guns on defense and all that good stuff. They still have a decent run game, all that kind of good stuff. But for you to lose to Tampa Bay, 32-9, to nine, not that you lost, but you didn't even put up double digits. That was a huge disappointment to me. So as far as I'm concerned from this past weekend, yeah, I was the most surprised by Tampa Bay going out there and handling their business. And I was the most disappointed in Philly, not handling theirs. And in all honesty, this is kind of weird, but my thought process was the NFC least is about to only have the coach that had the worst record remain as the coach until we saw the news that McCarthy was coming back because I was ready to say fire McCarthy, fire Nick Sirianni. Uh Rivera's already been let go out of Washington. So I thought it was going to be one of those weird scenarios where the only coach that remained was the one that didn't make the playoffs um, and wasn't fired earlier. So yeah, that, that's kind of how I felt about it as far as disappointments was concerned. But let me ask you this about this coming weekend. Green Bay or Houston, which one do you think has the better shot of winning the division around? Obviously, we know Green Bay is going up against the 49ers. Barry, you ain't even got to answer this question. (laughs) We know Houston is going up against Baltimore, but who do we think actually has the, the, the puncher's chance, if you will? Go ahead and start us out, Ron. I want to hear your rationale, Vander, but I already know who you're going to pick.
2: I'm gonna uh, go at Houston uh okay it may sound crazy because you people may say hey people watch it may say hey but the Ravens beat the 49 ers pretty handily or whatever <clears throat> but when it comes to the playoffs it's a different thing and and like I've been wrong before because I I got on this show last week and said I don't trust Baker at all and he did the complete opposite. me too <laughs> so <laughs> me i'm I'm more of a uh i gotta if if it, if it's if it's repetitive it's something that you do I got to see it first agree to a degree before I believe it. And like I've seen the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have uh this type of season. Granted it's a new coordinator. Uh but I've seen them finish number 1, uh him win MVP and they lose their first playoff game. Um and the Texans are rolling man like I me and Barry was talking earlier like it, they have like this aura about them that you just may caught them at the wrong time. Like you don't want to see them because they're playing with house money. Nobody is expecting them to get here, so they're just gonna let it hang out, hang out. So um, I would have to go with that. Uh, being that I've seen the Ravens collapse before, uh, not like to the extent where I was thinking the Cowboys were gonna disappoint us, but I've seen it happen before. And the way the Texans are playing, uh, super high confidence. I'm, I'm gonna go with Houston to to upset. Them. Well, not now to let upset me them, switch it up a line. little bit. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I didn't mean to say from Houston to upset them, but if I had to pick one, uh, I'm not calling the Houston upset, but just if I had to pick one, I I would go to Houston.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So let me switch up the question just a little bit for you, Vander. Is it possible that the 49ers may take Green Bay a little lightly and that Green Bay can sneak up on them a little bit, although I fully expect for the 49ers to win? Can Green Bay make this more of a challenge for the 49ers than most people think it would or should be?
1: No, okay. uh, not because it's the Green Bay Packers, but because this is like Shanahan's little brother, right? And okay. we know Shanahan get when he faces his, uh, the guys under the same tree as him. Um, This is one of them. So he's a little, he's, he's going to be looking forward to this game more than maybe a game against the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? This game going to okay. have a little bit more of a feel for him. I mean, he plays against his his old guys, his you know the McVay's and stuff like that. So, nah, I don't I don't see him, you know, them being like a team that's sneaking up because nah, if they these two people that know each other. Um, it's like Ryu you and Ken. You know what I'm saying? Same <laughs> moves, you got the same moves, bit, right? You know I mean? <laughs> and that's and that's pretty much what it boils down to. Um, and as of late, we seem to have Green Bay number. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think you had Aaron Rodgers number more so than Green Bay, Bay per song. se. Maybe, maybe so, but, uh, yeah, this, this guy has been the coach as well. Um, but so, I'm going to stay
0: with you, Barry. Let me ask you this Detroit versus Tampa Bay. Does mm. Tampa Bay keep rolling or does Detroit have the defense to bring Baker Mayfield back
1: down to his normal level? This, this is going to be a really good game. Um, I think I would take Detroit, uh, okay. it, they have the better offensive line and also the better defense. Um, but Tampa Bay defense is nothing to scoff at, you know. So they a really good defense as well. Yeah, uh, facts. But uh they got a puncher's chance in this game. Uh, I think I do like Detroit, though. Uh, this game. So, Ron, Kansas
0: City, Buffalo Bills. I know who your squad is, but let me ask it this way to you. <laughs> is it time? Fandom aside, is it time? for the Bills to finally, even by mistake, possibly get past Kansas City? I mean, like, like a a broke clock is right twice a day. Could it it be one of those days? Like, is it just time for uh, Allen to finally step up and do something against Kansas City? If not this year, when? Because I don't think this is as down as of a year as Kansas City is going to have, and it ain't really down. So if not this year... (laughs) I don't – look, they may – I don't know if Buffalo is cursed or what, but at least they used to get to the Super Bowl and lose. If they don't beat y'all this year, in Cincinnati and Joe Burrow is back on top of their game next year if he's not injured, and the Ravens continue to go down the path they're going down, and Houston ain't going away no time soon, and then there's Cleveland, and then there's Miami. Like, if they don't do it this year, they may fade to the background because they now have to start paying Allen – the bigger pieces of his contract, so he's gonna have less talent on the team than he's had over the years where he get couldn't get past y'all. So how do you feel about it in that light?
2: Um, <clears throat> would I be uh, like super shocked that they win the game? No. Do I think they're gonna win the okay. game? I don't think so. I think okay. their time was their time was to beat us was when they had 13 seconds left and they let us come back and win the game. Like that was the time. <laughs> like if, you, if it ain't if it ain't that time. I don't know when it is like, you know, like you let us go scoring two plays in 13 seconds. I just I just feel like uh, Josh Allen has been playing well, uh, well, you know, making certain superhuman plays. But if I felt like that game last week against the Steelers, that the Green Bay Cowboys game, that's what that game should have looked like. Because that game was 24-17 in the third quarter where uh, Pickens fumbled on the first play. Uh, Pickens fumbled. Uh, He threw an interception. On like the three yard, three or four yard line, and it's still a two point. It's still a one possession game in the third quarter before you know they took it. I, I felt like they should have trashed him. Um, I don't think it is the time now. Uh, they did beat us earlier in the regular season. We we're playing a little different, but Isaiah Pacheco didn't play in that first game. Right. Uh, Drew Tranquil didn't play in that first game, and Willie Gay left in the first quarter in that game. And they still only won by three because Tony couldn't line up. off-side. Off right? Side. Yeah, but, that was yeah. that game. You know so. Uh, like I said, will I be overly surprised if they win the game? No, I, I wouldn't, um, but I don't think they will. I think their chance was when they had the, – was up 13 seconds. I think that was your best chance to get it there. Yeah.
0: Let's round out the show with a little bit of fantasy uh, predictions. And, um, well, actually, we're going to talk about the rookie of the year first and then parlay that over to fantasy. So the candidates for rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud, Puka Nakua, Sam Laporta, Devon A. Chain, Jamar Gibbs, Beijing Robinson. So I'm going to go to both of Beijing. you. I want to know who your rookie of the year is. But then I also want to know, out of the group, who do you go out of your way to get in fantasy if it's not the guy that you picked for rookie of the year? Vander, let's go ahead and start out with you.
1: Uh, CJ Stroud. Okay. He's had pretty much the best rookie uh, year I've ever seen as far as a quarterback. Me personally, I know me and uh, Ron was talking about it. I think he said um, he liked uh, Herbert's year, Justin Herbert's, but I thought Herbert had better weapons than... Definitely. Uh, I mean, Stroud pretty much created guys. Nobody knew who Nico Collins was before this year. This guy has now looked like a wide receiver wanted, You Right, know yeah. Uh, we see the emergence of... We have the rookie Tank um, who's going to be a guy that people are going to have on their boards next year. Um, so... Only five, I think, five interceptions this year, five or six. Um, very efficient. Um, he's just been he's just so much poise, put a lot of poise. Uh, so he's my rookie of the year. Um, as far as guys you want to go get, um, as, gonna, as
0: far as dynasty is concerned, yes, sir.
1: As dynasty is concerned it depends it, the, on the guy, the guy that you would go out of your way to get out of these guys if it's not your rookie of the year. Uh, it depends on how your team is constructed, but I'll give you okay. two. Uh, Bijan Robinson. Okay. Uh, would probably be one due to uh the owner is probably down on him due to the year that he just had. Um, I probably want to make a move on this guy before the coach is announced because Thanks. if the right coach get announced, then that guy's not giving him up. You know what I'm saying? Lose
0: so, his currency, like you always say.
1: Right. So I will. I will go ahead and go after a guy like that before uh one of these Shanahan style West Coast offense coaches come in there, and then this dude's gonna be going to the moon. So he'll be a guy I would go for, and then the other guy would be a guy that's probably not going to be – you're not going to be able to get would probably be Sam Laporta, who probably is going to be tight end one overall going into next year, and definitely tight end overall number one in all Dynasty formats.
0: Ron, how you feel? You got I feel, C.J. Um, Stroud, Puka Nakua, mm-hmm. Sam Laporta, Divine A-Chain, Jamar Gibbs, and Bijan
2: Robinson. Uh, for Dynasty, I'm going to definitely go – always go with the quarterback. Um, okay. um, because of you know it's not, I won't say always but in this situation because he's he's young and uh, this is the only quarterback now like in Dynasty if, if it came up to be like hey if I have CJ Stroud on my team and you want to trade the number one overall pick for me which I know is Caleb Williams I really would have to think about it like I already know what C.J. Stroud is. Of course, exactly. Caleb is a generational talent. So I don't know if I'll just do that deal versus to any other like something like it. if it's Justin Herbert or something like that. Oh, you will give me Caleb. All right. I, I might do that. You know what I'm saying? But with C.J., I'm still going to think about it. And if, if you score the guy who I'm going out a way to get, if my scoring if the Dynasty is PPR, I'm going to get uh, Nakua. I'm going to get okay. Nakua. If the, if the scoring is PPR, I'm definitely going to get him. Um because, like, he, he's a PPR monster. He's going to catch a lot of balls as long as he in that system. Only with a caveat. Only long as McVay <laughs> is there in that system. That that would make okay. me do it. But okay. that may also turn away from me a little bit. Because if McVay leave, leaves in two or three years, is he a system guy? You don't know. So, uh, real quick, currently constructed, I'll do that. Real quick, I don't
1: want to cut you, but uh, would that matter if Matthew Stafford is the quarterback as well?
2: Yeah, that that's a big one, too. Max? Yeah. That's a big one. Too. I would
0: say um I would say my my rookie of the year is going to be CJ Stroud uh just because of th- for me there wasn't there was an expectation as a buckeye for him to come out and perform and I knew what I saw when he was in Ohio State but I didn't expect for him to take a team like the Houston Texans and turn them around this quickly. Like I I figured it would at least take a year or two for for him to be able to turn them around. Um, and as far as my dynasty rookie that I I would I would attempt to move heaven and earth to go get, I'm gonna have to agree with Vander on this one and say Sam Laporta. But the reason for it is this: it's difficult to find a dependable tight end. I can yeah. find a wide receiver. I can even find a quarterback. I can run it running running back. So a dime a dozen just, just draft somebody and and keep your fingers crossed. But for a rookie to come in and be the number one tight end in their rookie year. And normally rookie tight ends don't really reach their full potential until like year three, this dude could be, I won't say he will be, but he could be Gronk from day one and throughout. And if I can get that in that tight end position, Oh, there's a few guys I can trade for that I already have a quarterback or that I already have a wide receiver or running back that I just can't go get at tight end. I don't care if it's Andrews. I don't care if it's Kittle. I don't care if it's Kelsey. Those guys didn't do what Laporta did. This dude don't even know what he do not know yet. So yeah. for me, and don't mess around in Detroit, end up losing. a a pass catching weapon and they really have to use him as a wide receiver i mean he's one of two or three weapons and they still passing the ball to gibbs out the backfield right now don't mess around and he actually becomes the focal point of the offense and i also know that that detroit style of offense they focus on the tight end when Hawkinson was there he was the number one tight end the year before so i know the system that he's in um, is predicated upon a pass catching tight end. So that's who I would go after um, as far as dynasty is concerned.
2: But do, that pretty much. Yeah, 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 go qu- ahead. Question for both of y'all since y'all picked Laporta so Do y'all envision Laporta of having like those Kelsey years prior, like, uh, like three or four years ago? You know, like I'll take Kelsey in like the certain round or something, like over a route receiver. Do you oh. put him in that type mode too, also? No. I do. No. I do. And
0: I'm gonna tell you why. If you're number one now, I don't see it getting worse next year. So you're already putting up. If you look at where he, as a fact,
1: I don't want to speculate on this. I'm gonna look it up. Real, real. While you're looking it up, I'm gonna tell you why. No. Okay. Go ahead. Number one tight end don't mean number four wide receiver. That's what Kelsey been doing. So a uh, number five wide receiver, like that's a difference. So yeah, this dude probably gonna be the number one tight end. That's cool. But your normal number one tight end numbers are not top five wide receiver numbers. And that's what Kelsey's been doing all through those years. So, nah, it ain't going to be that. He can very well be the number okay. one tight end, but he's not going to be doing what Kelsey's been doing. Absolutely not. No, that's that's a little bit. You, sh- a, you sure? Uh, hell yeah. He's a rookie and he's the number one tight end. Don't matter. So, what
0: makes you think he won't get to Kelsey's numbers? Don't
1: that's matter. all I'm asking. Because no other tight end has ever done it. That's why. But he, he just. He was tight in one in his rookie year. Kelsey didn't even do that. How long football been around? A hundred years? Nobody else ain't never did it. It, it. It's it's been around longer <laughs> than Kelsey and he did it. He
0: the only one. If you look if, at the if, number if anybody else can do it, it's gonna be Laporta.
1: No. I, no, because I didn't tell see me how not. I didn't, I didn't I didn't witness some of the greats greatest of the greatest tight ends that came through and they wouldn't do but it. But it's the system though. That's that's cool. like I've seen systems built around tight ends. Antonio Gates. The system was built around him. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen uh, Gronk, Aaron Hernandez. We've seen systems built around tight ends. All Gronk was a top ten fantasy player, regardless of position. On the top five wide receiver. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get you to say. See, I, yeah, you could I, be okay. The, so the best at this is not going to be equal to this. So that's why, like, what Kelsey was doing was unheard of. Like, he's putting up wide receiver one numbers. Not wide, not tight end one numbers, wide receiver one numbers. So I agree that the Porter can be the number one tight end. But his question was, do we see him doing what Kelsey been doing? Hell no. No, no, no. No, 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 no.
0: So, so, so I understood the question to be is would I pick him where I would normally take a number one wide receiver in a draft? Not do I think he's going to put up the exact same numbers that Kelsey did. And the only reason I'm saying that is this. The same thing that I said before of why he would be the guy that I would get in Dynasty, it's the what is his numbers over the next person or the next few people in his same position. I can go get a wide receiver. Hell, Huka Nakua, you could have drafted him in what, round 10 this year? I can go get a wide receiver. In, 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 that's going to put up wide receiver numbers. If I play that game with tight ends, I'm going to be hurting at that position. So that's the only reason I would be willing to pick him where I would pick a number one wide receiver because of value over replacement. There are tons of wide receivers out there that have value that's close to their, um, that the, the number one and the number two, they're, they're kind of close as far as the value of a replacement. I don't, I see him being far and above his uh his his other options that'll be in that same tight end category. So if no. that's a that that would be a set it and forget it position as long as he don't get hurt, that is oh,
1: obviously. No. Uh Kelsey was going in round two. Like since he'd been existing. No, you you don't you don't spend your draft capital on the no port in round two. Don't do it. you you you're reaching out there a little bit too, you put a little bit more too much dip on your chip. You talking about pooping? <laughs> Token Nakua cool is is a revelation. This dude has broke every rookie record for a wide receiver. So for but you it's to say been, it's, so, it's plenty wide receivers that you could have gotten the fifth, sixth
0: round. That's wide receiver one. Oh that's my all my I'm God. saying. You, you're not here. getting no tight end one. Let me in the rewind. Fifth, sixth, seventh round with, without it being okay. a dart
1: throw, and you just happen to get it. That ain't true. Because what you think? What round most people draft Laporta in this past draft, sir? That's not but, but like, like you said. You you. That he was, was, that as was well. prior to us knowing who he was.
0: So, again, okay, the last thing cool. that I said dart throw that was a dart throw. You just happened to look not, up
1: if you did it. Hold on. You just said that was prior to we knowing what he was going to be. The same thing the core. That was prior. Don't say, don't tell me, but you're
0: more likely to get it right with the wide receiver than you are a tight end, like you just said. Kelsey is a unicorn. There that's ain't not- too many people like that. So for us to actually have a tight end that outperform outperform every other tight end, that, no. that in my opinion, that's another. That's a that's could be a possibly another unicorn. That that's how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. The dude is a we we've never seen. Not even Kelsey did this in his rookie year. What rookie tight end came out and was it, it was tight end one in his rookie season? I That's all know, I'm saying. I know, I know probably I know. Jimmy Graham.
2: Yeah, Jimmy
1: Graham, boy. Jimmy Graham had a crazy uh rookie season. Yeah. And,
0: and how many moons ago was that? That was what 15 years ago? Yeah, but you' don't come around often.
1: That's all I'm saying. Oh, but but tight ends are more they're more here. Wide receivers is a way bigger gap. So I'm not gonna spend no capital on that. There's not a bigger gap. The, are you the wide receiver one and the wide receiver 10 don't have nearly
0: as big of a gap as the tight end one and the tight end 10. It's not even it's not even close.
1: You said wide receiver. Dude, wide receiver one and wide receiver 10 are still wide receiver ones. What are you talking about? So, tight end one and tight end 10 is still tight end ones. no. Nah. How still,
0: you figure? It's not. How not?
2: I think the wide receiver 10. <laughs> <laughs> probably still have a propensity to have the better numbers in the tight end one. Hell yeah, exactly. yeah. No, no,
0: no, you, you're missing it. What I'm saying is, a when, when, when I say a one, that's based on league size. The average league size is 10 people. So the first 10 wide receivers are wide receiver ones. The first 10 running backs, running Bro. back ones. The first 10 quarterbacks, quarterback ones. Tight so end regardless, end of, but that lends defense. itself to my point. The first tight end and the back end tight end are going to be way different. You can get a wide receiver three that will only basically be two or three touchdowns over an 18-week season from a wide receiver one or two. That's all I'm saying. Value over replacement. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Does, 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 oh. does, that, does that concept not make sense? I understand where you're coming from, but what I'm saying is, does the value over replacement argument not make sense? As far as this particular unicorn at tight end is concerned.
1: The tight end, let me let me, let me tell you why it's the difference. Why a difference. Wide receiver one, mm-hmm. wide receiver ten are a hundred points apart, sir. Okay. Now, now look at tight end one and tight 40 end 40 points apart, sir. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's different La- for this La- year. Look forward to this year. And, and the number 10 guy is McBride. Okay. And he he started late, too. And, and there you go.
2: Yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? You looking at standard of PPR. This is uh it's probably standard scoring right here. Yeah, it gotta be. Let's go to PPR.
0: touchdowns, are like everything, is standard. So that's that's a that's a different animal.
2: And my boy Kelsey did have more yards and played two less games. Okay, this even even, <laughs> even even greater. So even if those PPR,
1: it's like eighty points as a tight end, ten to one. Okay, but from wide receiver, it's like one hundred and forty. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like it's a big it's the gap is huge. The, the tight wide receiver 10 was Devontae Adams. He didn't even have a good year this year. To, sure. most, to most people's uh, you know, i expectation. Um don't, don't, don't get like this dude ain't Kelsey. He's good. Kittle was good. Andrews was good. Jimmy Graham was good. No, no, I think Andrews still will be good. He just got hurt this yeah, year. Yeah, they good. Hawkinson is good, but none of them are Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey, we put uh, you. You might want to go click on Kelsey again. And oh look no, at- Kelsey was top five regardless of position for like four, oh, is it four or five years. So the point I'm making is Laporta's not going to be that.
0: I I don't know about that. that really? I guess that's what I'm disagreeing with more than anything. For him
1: to do this in year one, how can you cap his ceiling? That's all I'm asking. I ain't capping the ceiling. I'm just saying you kind of are. Mm-mm. Again, I've seen I've seen guys come. We haven't seen that much because rookie tight ends are usually the harder position to tra- you know transfer over from college to pro. Mm-hmm. Right. But right. Kelsey was Jimmy. Like I said, we've seen Jimmy Graham have a pretty good rookie season. He's going to be good. I'm saying Laporta can be the, the tight end one. That's fine. But what I'm telling people is, don't jump out there and late in your first round or early second round and pick him like you would a Kelsey. Hell no. Wait, I really All wait. Not, and, and
0: also, there's a distinction between redraft and dynasty. So, But for me, it's difficult to find a reliable weekly tight end, especially in dynasty. And if I can get one that's this young and is already tight end one, I mean, we, we have studs at wide receiver come out every year. We don't have this come out every
2: year. I'm who's sorry, your, we just don't. Who's your tight end in, uh, in the dynasty league we had this year? Laporta. Oh yeah, so I traded good. for him. Yeah, I traded for him. Yeah, I put my money where my
0: mouth was. I paid for him, so, <laughs> but but my, my thing is it's a set it and forget it position because most leagues also you're only going to have that one spot for tight end, and if I could put that guy there, Kel- Kelsey, look, cl- close your ears, Ron. Kelsey mm-hmm. going in the minimum of two years, a, 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 a maximum that. of two years, I believe. He, I mean, he's 34 yeah. years old. Like That's I mean, that. like he, he 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 ain't got but so much time left. So yeah. like, if I can, if I can get even if it's Kelsey Light, if I can get that guy for the next 10 years in my dynasty, I can get, I can get a wide receiver next year. I, I guarantee you I can. This guy ain't coming back around no time soon, humble opinion. Georgia got a guy coming out in Bowers that mm-hmm. um, he's a bigger guy. He can catch the ball, but he, he ain't
1: going to be him. I, How do you know that? I, we, we, thought, we thought Pitts was going to be him. But how do you know like, that? Because Laporta wasn't even the best tight end come out of college last year. But
0: it, It's it, because you have to have the skill set and it has to match up with the right coach, match up with the right team, match up with the right quarterback. Like the odds of all things coming together. Like I think that Pitts is more talented, but the odds of all things coming together, it just don't normally happen. Wild receivers, you don't have to have so many things come together for that position to perform if you're a stud wide receiver nine times out of ten you're gonna it'll be seen right you got a um a jefferson a chase a, a, a adams a you got one of them guys minimum one or two possibly even three of those guys coming out every year we got to go back all the way to jimmy graham to come up with somebody with a better rookie year that's all i'm saying
1: I mean, as far it's as, rare. as a rookie, very yeah, rare. Yeah, but no, no, because well, even Jimmy Graham, to... even Jimmy Graham, not Kelsey. Say again? <laughs> even Jimmy Graham, not Kelsey. So we we talking about three
0: guys over the course of twenty years. How many wild no, receivers? no, no, no. We're
1: not talking about. We're talking about. His question was in comparison to Kelsey,
0: right? And, and what I'm saying is in dynasty. I, I give me the unicorn. I can get a wide receiver. I promise you. Hell, I got Mike Evans this year for next to nothing. But he was the number seven overall wide receiver. He cost no, me
1: because, nothing because I'm people, not about to get a tight no, end like that. Because people are stupid. If you was listening I to agree the show, me. when you listen to the show, I was who was who was banging at Mike Evans. What who who, who who was saying that? I was saying, yo, this is the steal of the draft. But who can you go get? The Sam LaPorta owner ain't budging
0: unless you try to move heaven and earth. The Mike Evans owner wanted to give him up. That's all I'm saying.
1: Again, LaPorta, he's cool. I like him. But what people drafted him at, it was low. He wasn't the number one tight end come out. He He was the number one tight end when I traded
0: for him. I'm not talking about... I'm I'm saying... Remember, the premise was who would you move heaven and earth to go get in Dynasty? No, no, The draft is over. You can't
1: go back to that. We ain't talking about that. He talking about would you, in comparison to Kelsey's, them years Kelsey had, Mm -hmm. would you put him in that realm? Hell no! I'm not saying he's Kelsey, but what I'm saying is, (laughs) he may be the
0: closest thing to him going forward. Kelsey ain't Kelsey no more. Why not? And then it took him years to get to be Kelsey. Kelsey wasn't even always Kelsey. Kelsey wasn't the number one wide receiver his first year. Wasn't even close to it. So that's all I'm saying. But, We'll have to agree because to disagree bad, on that. He, but I do see your point though. Go
1: he ahead. didn't have a bad rookie, he didn't have a bad rookie year.
0: Nah, but he didn't, but he wasn't the number one tight end his rookie year. That, no. That's that's a unicorn. That's all I'm saying. That's a unicorn situation. No,
1: no. no.
0: Kelsey is a unicorn. Being the number one tight end is not a unicorn. Being the number one tight end in your rookie year is not abnormal, is what you're saying. That happens all the time, is what you're telling me. Just so we're on the same page. Don't
1: don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. That's all I'm <laughs> to you. Don't don't be late in the first round, and you get in the queue, and you go pick San Laporta. Your ass your ass gonna be at the back of the bus. <laughs> I promise you. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Because especially who knows they they OC getting a lot of job interviews now. He may be gone, but then so then what?
0: So then what the, you gonna they, tell they, the people? Their OC wasn't their OC when Hawkinson. Was a, a top three tight end when he was there. What do you mean? They didn't have the same OC when Hawkinson was the number one tight end. Well, last year they did, but not um when Hawkinson was a top tight end before that. Ben, just got ben, ben Ben Johnson ain't Hawkinson is in Minnesota now. He was in Detroit for a minute. Right. So I'm I'm just saying, like, like that's just what Detroit does. That's what golf does. So you know. That it is
1: what it is for now, though. Don't, don't 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 tell people that. That's not what golf hey, does. It's tight end in, 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 in L A has never been number one tight end. Higby never been number one. His
0: tight end, end in L A ain't Laporta. He you still used the tight end.
1: I, you you said that's what golf does. That's not what does,
0: golf does. He utilizes the tight end quite. A, he he used Higby a lot. Higby just wasn't good enough. Matter of fact, wasn't um isn't that where um Everett was before he went to the Chargers? If I if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. He didn't use Higby a lot, but he used Everett a lot before he, before time. Everett, Everett,
1: Everett wasn't nothing either.
0: Everett stayed hurt. But when he was in the game, he used them a lot. All I'm saying is he targets the tight end. That's all I'm saying. The, cool. his, his tight end is his, his, his number two target outside of St. Brown in most games.
1: Long story and he got
0: short, other receivers.
1: Long story short, don't do it, man. <laughs> Leave it alone. Different better.
0: strokes for different folks. All I can tell you is this. I can find a receiver. You're not going to find a Sam LaPorta in every draft, and ain't nobody going to be willing to to trade you a Sam LaPorta. You can trade for a wide receiver. Matter of fact, you can go take one of your first-round picks right now and go trade for a wide receiver one. I promise you. I promise you that. Sam LaPorta, you're not about to get for a first-round pick because there ain't no tight end that they can go then and turn that first-round pick back into Sam LaPorta. I have confidence that I can turn the first-round pick that I get for a number-one receiver into another number-one receiver. That's all I'm saying. Receivers are not unicorns. This receiver's coming out right now this year. Hell, Harrison coming out right now this year that we think going to be a number one receiver? Am I right or am I right? But who going to be Sam Laporte?
1: See, Dynasty it, now. It, Dynasty. It, but you, it's, not, it's not making sense. Like, you saying Harrison, yeah, we see him as being the number one wide receiver coming out. But nobody was saying But it's one every year is what I'm saying. About, yeah, but nobody was saying that about Laporta we we deep, we deep dive on this show and talking about these guys you know what i'm saying but the nobody Laporta was drafted late
0: right 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 no 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 you missing my point i am not obviously you can't go back and do an initial draft with him now what right. i'm saying is every single draft there's a minimum of 2 to 3 wide receivers that we feel are going to be a number 1 we don't see a Sam Laporta regardless of name in every you don't see two or three of those in every draft you might look up and find one possibly, but you don't see two or three of those in every draft. We thought um, McBride was going to be a stud. It's taken him three years to just get the ball passed to him. Like, like It, it don't happen like that for tight ends. That's all I'm saying. And for me, in, in Dynasty, let me sure up the positions that don't come by, but ever so often. I can go get a Devontae Adams. I can go get a Mike Evans. I can go get uh, these other receivers that won't cost me nearly as much because people have um, a certain attitude towards elder statesmen in dynasty when those guys still got two or three good years. I'll take that guy and then draft a, a, another
1: wide receiver next year. I don't know when the next Sam Laporte is coming around. That's so, all I'm saying.
2: So, long story. Let's, let's,
1: yeah, this real quick. Let's, let's long story short. In a redraft league, what round do you take? Redraft, no, that's different. Dynasty nah, nah. is what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. What round you take this dude in? That's all I want to hear. In redraft? Yeah. I would say I
0: well, it depends. In our league, where it's a two quarterback league, he's gonna get pushed a little bit because you gotta get your quarterbacks early. But if we just talking about like a regular, like like a regular one quarterback league, I'd probably pick him up if I'm at the back end, third round, third, fourth round. If I'm at that turn, I'm, I'm gonna get him. He's gonna be my
1: Kelsey? third or fourth do, player off the board. Okay, so do Kelsey go that late
0: in his rookie year and in, in his sophomore no, year? We, absolutely, no, we he did.
1: We, ain't talking we can't about compare
0: a, somebody in it again. We talk about two different league types. I agree with you in redraft. I'm talking about redraft. I know. I, I agree with you in redraft, but I was talking about dynasty, and I said that several times.
1: That's not what the based on the question he asked though. So I don't know what you've been hearing. He, he
0: he didn't he didn't he didn't say
1: redraft the dynasty. So he said, I
0: said,
1: do we see ahead. him being drafted like how Kelsey like how Kelsey last three seasons, had him three seat that run Kelsey went on. Do we see Correct. him in the rim?
0: But he didn't say redraft the dynasty. So when I made my statement, I prefaced it by saying in dynasty. Did it I wouldn't.
1: not? I mean, it still wouldn't matter. feels that he, the, the
0: hell it wouldn't.
1: It wouldn't because Kelsey was a late first round pick in dynasties and redraft okay. both okay was he not not as early as laporta
0: is how you keep missing okay. that piece hey, what the fuck I,
2: I, quick, quick scenario i know i know we took a, a lot of time with this but quick scenario right say you i'm if you draft him now how you give up something right so would you rather have say like in a dynasty uh like a Rasheed Rice type guy, or one of those second what well, I don't want to call him second tier, but one of a second tier wide receiver and Sam Laporta, or somebody say, I'll give you the opportunity, you can get Blake Bowers and wide receiver one, or Jefferson or Chase or whatever. Which which scenario are you taking? Give me Laporta and Rice.
0: Absolutely. Right, Rice is about to be uh uh Patty's number what well, he already is the number one wide receiver. I think come next year, he's going to be the number one pass catcher. So if I got a number one tight end who could be the number one, and then I have a number one wide receiver that's probably going to be somewhere, uh, maybe he's on the back end, but I got two number ones versus hoping that Bowers turns out. Give me them I don't, I don't two think, guys all day.
2: I don't think Rasheed going to be the number one guy next year, though. He gonna, who you I think, think going to be number break? one? I think we're going to bring somebody in. We've we we we've seen uh, what our wide receivers look like. I think somebody coming in next year.
0: So th- that's so. yet to be seen. But but as of today, when you're asking the court, now if, if you bring in, let's say you bring in Mike Evans because they didn't read him up. Yeah. Maybe that changes things just a little bit. Yeah, but that still I mean. goes to my point that I can get a guy that's going to be a number one wide receiver for next to nothing because people still going to be willing to trade Mike Evans because of how old he is. So I, I'm, I'm just saying, no matter how you slice it, Give me Laporta and a guy that could be a number one wide receiver versus a Jefferson and a guy that I got a hope can do it at tight end. Because when you, you put those two points together, I'm going to come out better on my end, dynasty, long term. And, th- and then what happens if Jefferson get hurt like he did this year, right? I got two guys versus having one.
2: But you but you, you know give
0: what me they, the two versus the one all any yeah. day of the week.
2: You know the luxury of that, though, because like you, you said, tight end ain't as deep as you a fall off like the unicorn, right? Mm-hmm. So what if Laporta get hurt? You in a worse situation now. I'm then you still have a backup.
0: Than. I'm still have a backup. I mean, it's dynasty. The the, the, the if you in a dynasty with a short bitch, they doing it wrong. So I, yeah. I, I didn't say Laporta was gonna be my only tight end. I mean, I, I still got um in in the in the in our dynasty league right now.
1: Let me see
0: here. I got Sam LaPorta.
1: Give me Jamal Chase and Kincaid over
2: Rice and LaPorta any fucking day. I'm sorry. That's one thing. Like <laughs> Kin- if Dawson Knox get out the way, then. <laughs> Kincaid <laughs> might the number one tight end, though. I ain't going to lie. Any day. <laughs> yeah. Give me them. If Dawson Knox get out of the way, can is it an argument? Kincaid may be the number one tight end next year. <laughs> if Dawson Knox get out of the way, if they get rid of him. That's cool, but Kincaid ain't
0: going to be the number 10 tight end in the dynasty. Like, if, if when you ask me about Bowers, Bowers and Kincaid, I can't put in the same breath, in my humble opinion. You you asked me about a specific guy. That's so right. But now if we just picking guys out the air, then, yeah, it's a couple oh, of I'm guys, guys that I was I'm, have. Picking,
1: I'm picking guys where you're probably going to see them drafted at. So where you see Rice at, then you could probably get a Kincaid-style guy versus where you're going to see – Kincaid talk- going to go <laughs> way,
0: way, way further back than Rice. We we don't see too much from
1: Rice. I'm just giving the example of a tight end you can get around that. Give me even better. So give me that person. I rather have a Kincaid and a Chase than a Laporta and a Rice. Mm-mm, that don't make sense to me.
0: I, I I I humbly disagree. But that pretty much wraps it up for this week. And in our own humble ways, we're gonna always tell you the truth. We'll holler at you next week. Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs>